Hello, and welcome to the Spiritual Expansion and Ascension Podcast, your guide on this crazy spiritual journey with me, Melissa Fike. This podcast is for those who want to expand their consciousness and dive deep into the Great Awakening and the next paradigm shift. We'll be exploring all sorts of metaphysical and mystical topics, including timelines, parallel realities, the matrix, the quantum field, manifestation, aliens, the Akashic Records, and so much more. It's time to raise your vibe. Hi, everyone. I don't know why, but I felt really compelled to talk about angels, ascended masters, multidimensional beings, um, deceased loved ones, aliens, Palladians, basically everyone or every energy system that is not a human and doesn't live on the human plane. Because we're human, we want to categorize everything. We have this innate need to put everything in this category or box, and it is because we live in duality. Now, when we talk about angels, we're talking about some sort of being or spiritual entity that has an um, connection to God and I did a lot of angel work back in the day. So we used to say that angels never incarnated, that they were on the earth plane to help and they were of service, which is all still true. But my understanding of angels has evolved a little bit more because I do think that angels can be any energy that is in spirit. And I'm not talking about deceased loved ones. I'm talking about higher level energies. And it could be an ascended master could be considered an angel. What happens is we want to categorize these, quote, beings, because it's easier for us to say, okay, I know that's an angel. I know that's a deceased loved one. I know that's an ascended master. And it's much easier for us to label them because, you know, (laughs) humans like to label, put everybody in a box. But I'm going to give you a little bit of a different perspective and awareness of what this is really about. But before I do that, let me just give you a quick little background about me. I have actually been a spiritual teacher for well over 20 years. I've been studying all sorts of metaphysical, spiritual topics since I was in high school and college. So I'm really passionate about spirituality. And the reason I want to share that is because I want you to understand that I have literally gone the gamut of from being into angels and fairies and talking to these multidimensional collective consciousness beings. So I've actually talked to so many different energies. And that doesn't make me special. Believe me, everybody can do it. I don't want you to put anybody on a pedestal and thinking you can't do it because everyone can. I just happened to start very early in my life and develop my skills and my multidimensional connections because I couldn't help but do that. That's just my passion. That's just my focus. So now you kind of understand why I want to talk about this subject, because a lot of people have talked about angels or guides or ascended masters. And I've actually 
worked with all of these different multidimensional beings doesn't make me special. I just want you to understand that. But it does make me a little bit more of an expert of the whole bigger picture, which is what I want to give to you. After all these years of understanding and connecting to all these beings, the things that I know the most is that first and foremost, all of these beings are all just doing what they're doing. They're all sovereign beings, meaning that they have their own choices and their own will and their own way of communicating and connecting with humans and other beings as well. Angels talking to guides, guides talking to ascended masters, that type of thing. And another thing is that all of these beings, there's no one who is more special because under the energy of creator source, no one is more special or more connected to source. We all have our unique connections. So to guides, so to angels, so to ascended masters, so to extraterrestrials and interplanetary beings and ghosties, we all have this connection with our source creator energy. No one is special, including one ascended master over another, or one Egyptian god over another. They're all playing their part. They're just here to experience and be in existence just like the rest of us. Doesn't make them any more special. Now, let's go through each one individually and kind of give you a little bit of overview But I want you to understand, an angel isn't any better than a guide, and a guide isn't any better than a deceased loved one. We're all in this together because we're all experiencing the same energy. Now, humans, what are we experiencing? We're experiencing time and space. So we are also a collective consciousness. We do have the availability to connect to our higher monad, our soul group. And that is our, quote, collective consciousness. But as humans in a human form, we're only energetically connected mostly to a part of our higher self. It's not a full connection until we develop the connection and the skills to be able to tap into our own collective consciousness. So that's a human. The other thing I want to talk about are angels. Angels are beings that could be actually extraterrestrials. They could be guides. They could also maybe even be deceased loved ones. I don't know if we want to categorize an angel into its own category. I think that it there's a blend with angels. So it's not, oh, you're just an angel. You could be an angel and a guide or an angel and a deceased loved one or an ascended master. So to me, an angel is an energy that is fully enveloped in the unconditional love of the creator and stands in the space of pure service, only wants to open the energy up for service. My personal opinion is that angels are here to help us deal with some things, especially people who are not as spiritual and who are opening up to their spiritual gifts. Angels are a good way to do that because of their huge 
heart energy and their connection with the divine or creator. Now I'd like to talk about guides. When we connect to our guides, they are usually beings that are still working through their own understanding of the earth plane. They've also incarnated in on the earth plane and they are a step or two ahead of us. Sometimes those guides could help you with healing. So maybe you have a guide for your Reiki healing, or you use a guide to do psychic surgery, or you have a guide, a doctor guide who helps you with your herbs. These guides are usually very specific. So they have a very clear expertise And these guides help others with their expertise. So you may have a doctor guide. You may have a guide to help you with your children. And one thing I've heard a lot, especially in my intuitive development classes, is that I don't know who my guide is. Who's my guide? I can't talk to anybody because I don't know who my guide is. I would suggest instead of worrying about who your guide is, clear your energy, go into a deep meditation, and call in someone who is in alignment with you that will help you with this particular situation. Like for so long, I used to have a writer guide. I have no idea to this day who that guide was. But every time I sat down to write something, this guide would come in and he would help me with some ideas and some things that I would write. Now, I have to be honest, I haven't seen that guide in a long time. I'm using a different energy system to write. But at the time, he was super helpful to me. And I didn't really ask his name. I just accepted his help. Now, if you come from a lot of fear, you do have to clear your energy first and really get into a centered space before you call in a guide. That's always a good suggestion. All right, so we've covered angels and guides. Now I want to cover ascended masters. And again, this is all my own opinion and my own awareness since I've done this work for so long. I'm not telling you it's right or wrong. I really don't believe in right or wrong anyway. I think everything is a blur of energy, but I'm just giving you my understanding and wisdom that I can share with you. So ascended masters, ascended masters are still individualized consciousnesses who have mastered the earth plane. So they have mastered most likely even the mental, emotional, and physical earth plane. So ascended masters understand how to help us master the same things the mental, physical, emotional planes here on our existence and our understanding. They understand what it means to be ascended past the lower planes of existence. And because of that, they are really helpful for the ascension process. And especially now, things are changing. Now, ascended masters, when I first started, we talked about guides all the time. And there was also talk about angels. We very rarely talked about ascended masters. I didn't hear about many ascended masters, although there were some books that talked about ascended masters like Kuthumi and the masters that Madame Blavatsky 
channeled. So when I started to learn about Ascended Masters, I was like, hey, I'm open, whatever comes through. You know, I wasn't really thinking, I want to talk to this Ascended Master or that Ascended Master. And certain Masters did come through. What I found interesting is that people developed a lot of spiritual ego around Ascended Masters in the day. This is going back quite a few years But what I would notice is that people would say, well, my Ascended Master that I work with is Jesus, or I'm working with Kuthumi, or, oh, I have this Ascended Master that is so developed, no one even knows who they are. And it was very spiritual ego driven. And when I watched that and witnessed that in my community at the time, I thought, you know what? I don't care who talks to me. I'm open to receiving. Now, some people may find that a little scary, but I knew that if I felt they were of the light in the light and served the light now, and I felt safe and I felt love from them, no lower energy could do that, right? They wouldn't send you love. And what happened is I really developed my connection and my telepathic abilities. And to me, telepathy is um, utilizing all of your clairs. So I have all of my clairs in one energy system, which is telepathy. That's what my guides told me way back when they said, if you, when you develop and you utilize all your clairs at one moment, you are telepathic. And that is the way that we prefer to speak to you because that's how we talk to each other. We don't use words, obviously, they're in spirit, they don't have the mouth to speak (laughs) and the tongue. But what they do have is the whole visceral feeling, the sensory, um, extra sensory perception, the uh, auditory perception, the visual. And because of that, Telepathy is the way that they like to talk to us. So I developed my telepathy by not being so connected and interested in who was talking to me. Now, a lot of times I would know who it was coming through, but I didn't share it with people, even when I was channeling. What I found was people would say, oh, oh my gosh, you talked to Kuan Yin? I've always wanted to talk to Kuan Yin. Or, oh... Yeah, I I heard that you were talking to Kuan Yin. I speak to Mother Mary. And it's very dismissive. So I didn't want to do that. What I wanted to do was empower people to talk to whoever they felt guided to talk to. And not to make one better than the other. Because they're really not. If you look at the energy of the divine source energy... The divine doesn't care if you've lived a thousand lifetimes or three lifetimes. You're loved no matter what. So I kind of allowed myself to be more connected. And what happened is so many masters would come through to speak to me. I had one clairvoyant who said that there was literally thousand masters in the room when I was channeling. And that is because I was open to the energy and they all came in to give whatever messages they needed.
Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be the most intuitive person in the room? Advancing your intuition is such an important part of your spiritual development. I'm so excited to share with you my new advanced psychic intuitive training. I've spent over 20 years helping spiritual seekers like you to discover and unlock their psychic abilities. My approach isn't just about developing psychic skills, but about aligning with your deepest spiritual truth and tapping into your divine wisdom that resides within you. I'm humbled and blessed to have taught thousands of students to accelerate their intuition. They've gained confidence, clarity, and a renewed sense of purpose. And you can too. So take this opportunity to live a more intuitive, enlightened life. You're ready for this, and I'm excited to support you on your spiritual journey. Go to melissafike.com slash psychic to sign up today. This isn't just a course. It's a path to awakening your true self. So let's walk this path together towards a life of wisdom, clarity, intuition, and spiritual growth. Just go to melissafeik.com slash psychic, and I'll see you there. And again, it doesn't make me special because honestly, it doesn't feel very special. To me, it feels normal just like the way I put on my socks every morning. It feels normal to me. It's just something I do. And that's what I actually want for everybody because that's really about the ascension is to come to your own, to empower yourself, to connect to whatever guides, angels, masters you feel uh, affinity to or connected or they come to you. Now, I'm not going to go into detail about all the Ascended Masters out there. I just wanted you to have an overview of the Ascended Masters. So we have Angels, Guides, and Ascended Masters. All of these beings, they interact with each other sometimes, and they work with each other because these are the beings that are directly connected to the earth plane. Now, there are a lot of beings that are helping us with the ascension process. Those aren't the only ones. I just wanted to talk about those because they're the most talked about in the spiritual community. Now let's move on to deceased loved ones. Those are the beings or spirit that have passed. They have lived a recent lifetime, not like the Ascended Masters. The Ascended Master, they have not lived a recent lifetime. So this could be your aunt. This could be your grandfather. This could be your best friend's brother. These are the beings who have passed on, who have just recently passed on within the last, you know, 50, 100 years. Deceased loved ones have the ability to talk to us. They're actually super easy to speak to because they're still so connected to the earth plane. When I help teach people how to connect to these beings, angels and deceased loved ones are the easiest to connect to. They're already connected to us. So if I have a client come in and they want to speak to their deceased husband or wife, 
that being probably will come through because they want to talk to their spouse. The people who talk to deceased loved ones usually consider themselves mediums. A medium is someone who is the medium between the earth plane and the spiritual plane. And that's why it's called medium. And they talk to deceased loved ones. At least that's how most people define mediumship nowadays. Deceased loved ones are just the beings who have passed on. So we've had angels, guides, ascended masters, and deceased loved ones. These are all the beings that are closest to our own planetary system. But the next one is ghosties, because they're also connected to our system. But with ghosties, my personal opinion is I don't talk to ghosties. I'm not interested in communicating with a ghost unless there's a really good reason to talk to one. And a ghost, or what my kids and I call ghosties, they're the beings that have not crossed into the light. They're still in that limbo state between the earth plane and the higher realms where you're supposed to move into to be a deceased loved one. So these are deceased loved ones who haven't moved on. The other ghosties are beings that are imprinted in the energy. And an imprint, I believe me, imprints, I've seen them. Go to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and you will experience a ton of imprints and a ton of ghosties because they are all over the place. And I actually think it's because in Gettysburg, they reenact the Battle of Gettysburg all the time. And they want the energy of Gettysburg and of the war. They want it infused in that area. And I used to go to school near there, and I had a friend from Gettysburg. So I really do understand that. It's pretty interesting. And I actually have a cousin who experienced some really interesting things in Gettysburg. And then I went to a wedding in Gettysburg, same thing. It was a little too much for me. Uh, I'm too sensitive, and it wasn't my favorite. And I love Gettysburg, actually. It's a great place, but um, I've become very sensitive and not what I'm interested in. If you want to do ghost hunting, go to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. It's a great place to ghost hunt. And I'm sure there are other places too. It's just the one that I know very well. So an imprint is a real event that plays over and over again that loops. So you see the ghost walk through the same part of the house over and over again. And it's an imprint energy, meaning that something made it stick. And that could be so many different things. It doesn't matter why it's in that imprint, but it's literally like a scene from a a movie over and over and over again. And that's an imprint energy. And people in Gettysburg will say, I see troops walking in the field. And that is an imprint energy. Those are not ghosts. I just wanted you to be aware of the difference between an imprint and a ghost. And ghosts are beings that have not crossed over and they're still sitting in that limbo space. Most of them are lost and they're unaware of what's going on around them. They don't even know what 
happened or what's supposed to happen. They're just kind of sitting in this in-between state. And there are so many reasons why spirits don't move on. And that could be a whole nother podcast. But I just wanted you to understand what the difference is and what a ghost is and what an imprint is. I just realized I probably should have done this in a little bit of a different order, but that's me. So sorry. Now I want to talk about ancient gods, meaning the gods of Egypt and Greece and the Celtic gods. The way that I understand it, because I am a huge fan of ancient aliens, I do believe those gods are extraterrestrial beings who came here and who interacted with us on a regular basis and maybe even created new beings of a hybrid of human and alien. Now, I'm not going to get into the hybrid controversial junk. And what I'm really interested in talking about is extraterrestrial alien beings or extraplanetary beings. And when I say those things, I'm talking about aliens that people say are in spaceships and who have come to communicate with us. Extraplanetary beings, I'm talking about the Palladians, the Syrians, Orion, that type of being. Now, these beings are a race. So it's not one being. Ascended Master, one Jesus. Ascended Master, one Kuthumi. What I'm talking about, they are planetary guides. So the Nordics, the Palladians, these are a species. And we communicate with these beings. For instance, the Lyrans. The Lyrans are the Egyptian Sekhmet, or the cat people, some people will say, or the lion people. They are a race of beings, and they are connected to us through our, their own heart energy of love, and they are helping us with our ascension. These beings are at different dimensional frequencies. And when we talk about different for dimensional frequencies, we're talking about that some of them are more connected to a collective consciousness, and some are more individualized. And it's not right or wrong. They are also evolving on their own planetary system. And their evolutionary process is a, is a little more along the path than ours. So they can actually help us to understand where to head and how to do that so that they are of service because that is part of their particular energy system is to be of service and to connect to us to help us as humans ascend. Now, many people talk about these councils. These are the councils of light, the galactic councils. There are a lot of different councils. And what I have noticed is that each council sometimes do work with a certain group of people on the earth plane, but those people may not even know each other in physical form, but they all came here for the same reason. So when I'm connecting to these 
galactic guides, what I notice is that I see other humans and I recognize their energy imprint, but I have no idea who they are in a physical form. So I find that really fascinating how we're all in this together and we may not even know that we're in this together. So I would say maybe we all came down here with the same energy imprint to help the ascension in a way that is always unique to each soul, but have the same, under the same umbrella, or let's say in the same department, (laughs) and we're all in this together. And now I want to talk about multidimensional beings. Now that's the name I've placed on them because I don't know what else to call them. These are beings that are purely collective consciousnesses. And it's really hard for me to describe what that's like. In order to connect to a collective consciousness, you have to raise your vibration to a certain frequency for them to resonate with your energy and be able to talk to you or communicate. Now, what I've noticed with these multidimensional beings they are collective energy and they don't talk to you in the same way all the other beings that I've experienced in the past. And it is telepathic, but it's a telepathy that is more encompassing. And they usually don't have a lot to say. They're not having full-fledged conversations. They give you one quick download beep, there's your download in a split second. And you get the bigger picture really, really fast. Now I've had that with other guides, but not in this way. It is so visceral. I feel it on every level of my being. Now these energy multidimensional beings also hold a certain frequency So when I'm doing my ascension work or like the retreat that I'm going to be doing in April, what I find is that these beings can really shift the frequency really fast and open up the energy fields to these multidimensional experiences. It's really fascinating. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I understand it. I'm just going to be really honest. I'm just giving you my experience and my interpretation of that, somebody else might experience and understand it a whole different way. But to me, these are multidimensional consciousnesses. I do believe that they are sixth density beings. And what I mean by sixth density is that's under the law of one. And they are beings that are a collective planetary consciousness that are helping us with our ascension but you cannot connect to them unless your vibration is super high and you're in a place of receptivity. So if you're thinking about how mad you are at your brother, you're not as receptive, right? So you have to be in that really centered, receptive space for them to be available. Or you go into a group, like the groups that I do to work on Ascension, That's because these multidimensional beings are here to show us the way to raise our frequency and to move into the next evolutionary process for us, 
which is ascension, which is moving into that collective consciousness. We are no longer going to be individual energy systems. We're moving into collective consciousnesses. And that is what the ascension is, is moving from duality into oneness, right? So that's the basic part of ascension. And they are true oneness, even though they will show sometimes that they are individual energies, they are one collective mind. And it is fascinating to listen to and to experience, to be honest. Um, but my point is that these beings weren't available to us, except maybe a very few channels, like the person who channeled for the law of one, but she had a whole group helping her. But they are now here because we have really accelerated our vibration and our ascension. So they're more able to talk to many people. And it is a totally different experience. So I hope that you loved this episode. And if you did, please, please, please leave a review, subscribe to my channel. I'd be so grateful. And share this with your friends. Maybe your friends need to hear some of this stuff. And I send you so much love and light and have a beautiful, amazing, blessed day.